Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. I'm happy that you're here, that we're sharing this time together. We're going to go into a really common question that I get. You probably relate to it since you clicked into this episode, but before we get right in, I just want to give a quick update. So it's at the time of publishing, Black Friday, and as you may have seen on my Instagram, maybe you didn't see, I'm running a massive Black Friday sale, like biggest sale I think I've ever done in my business. And Black Friday is the the time of year that I do like my major sale. So this is the time. It's 50% off both of my courses, the 30 Day Reboot and Body Love Academy. 50%. So that's massive. And on top of that, after Black Friday, in the week or so after, I will be actually increasing the price of the 30 Day Reboot. So it's definitely the perfect time to jump in if you've been thinking about it, kind of holding back for whatever reason, this is the time. And by the way, if one of those reasons is you just don't have the time right now to do the course, I've had that question a few times and I just want to clear that up that when you buy the 30 day reboot, you don't have to like finish it in 30 days. The content doesn't disappear or expire at any point. You will have this amazing content for a lifetime, including all improvements and updates. So it is worth it to get in now while the price is at half price and wait till you're ready to start and then just jump right in. And if you want a quick taster of the 30 day reboot, my kind of teaching style and a taster of the actual kind of content you'll get, go check out either of my free masterclasses, how to not binge eat when emotional, and the other one, why you're still binge eating and how to stop. Both of them, I give basically a taster into one of the lessons in the 30 day reboot. So check that out. That will help inform your decision as to whether you definitely want to jump in or not. Now that that update is out the way, oh, Oh, sorry, by the way, I completely forgot to say that the code for the Black Friday sale is BF sale. So BF for like Black Friday. So B-F-S-A-L-E. And so you use that at checkout, 50% off both my courses. All right, that's out the way. Let's get into this episode. What do you do if you actually need to cut out or quote unquote, restrict certain foods because of health reasons like IBS or diabetes, PCOS or intolerances. What do you do in that instance? I completely understand how this can feel like another form of restriction, both physical and mental restriction, right? Like you feel like you've cut out some sort of food group. It's probably even one of your favorite foods. Some of those fun foods are often the ones that have to get cut out for health reasons. So it really can feel like you're mentally depriving yourself of these foods and obviously physically restricting them to like this food group you aren't eating. And maybe it was a food that you ate a lot of. And so now you aren't getting that food in physically and maybe aren't even filling that gap that is there now for that food. So 
I completely understand how this can feel like restriction and actually feel scary because you're constantly told like, let's lift restrictions, lift restrictions so that you can stop binge eating. But if you are then feeling deprived and restricting this certain food, you might be freaking out, maybe still binging because of this as well. So I'm going to get into how you can work around this in a second. Before we get right in, I just want to say that I truly get this because I have PCOS, which is being managed really well right now, so I don't really have any of the symptoms, but back in my binging days, it was in full blast, so flared up, and so I had no periods for literally years, I had excess facial hair, body hair, I had thinning hair on my head, I had hormone hormonal imbalances, so it, things are really, really off. And so when I was binge eating, I always had in the back of my mind, like, oh, you really shouldn't be binging on these cookies. Not only because, you know, it's making you gain weight like crazy and you're feeling really bad and you're binge eating, but because my PCOS was insulin resistance related. And so all of that sugar and all that fat just like really wasn't helping. So it was almost like this double hit, not only a binge, but then a binge on foods that were harming my body and keeping me without a period, which is obviously really important for your health as someone in your menstruating period of your life. So I had this extra pressure, extra guilt as you might also relate to. And so if you have intolerances or digestive issues, that direct and immediate impact of eating foods that you shouldn't really be like health-wise, I can imagine would feel much stronger than it does with PCOS because mine is sort of, you wouldn't see the immediate impact of eating these foods. It was more like a long-term impact on your body. So I can imagine that not only the actual physical feeling of like feeling sick in some way from eating those foods that you shouldn't, but also the guilt of it on top is pretty intense. So let's go through a couple of tips to help you work around this, some of which I've also used myself. First off, back to basics. Let's lift, make sure we're lifting all restrictions everywhere else. So where you feel deprived and restricted with this food that you're not allowed to eat anymore, make sure everything else is just so free and open and this unconditional permission to eat as much of it as you want. So truly allow the full range, get all the variety, let yourself have fun, feel the enjoyment with all other types of foods that are on offer, let yourself feel the novelty, the deliciousness, satiation, everywhere else. And when I'm talking about restriction, I'm also including emotional restriction here too. So make sure that you really are facing your emotions, allowing them to flow and move through you so you're not tempted to go to food or binging to deal with that. Because we know that oftentimes those foods we go to to deal with emotional issues, especially stress, it's been scientifically shown that we gravitate towards those high fat, high sugar foods. And very often those foods are the very ones that are kind of off limits for those health reasons. Not always, but it's often times those kinds of foods. So really lift all restrictions everywhere else as much as you can. So you don't feel that mental and physical restriction as much and are less likely to binge as well. Next up, find alternatives that are similar to the food that you have to cut out. I know it can feel so lame to, you know, go for like the healthy alternative that just doesn't taste the same as the thing that you've treasured and loved your whole life that you now have to cut out but really try your best to do this. So again, you just feel slightly less deprived and who knows, 
maybe you'll actually grow to love this replacement food or maybe you'll open up ideas to a completely different type of food that you never even thought of and you, it turns out that you love and remember that it also has been scientifically proven that our taste buds can adapt to new flavors so Maybe if it's, you know, you're having to cut out really high sugar foods and you're so used to that delicious sweetness, over time, your taste buds can change. So start exploring for those alternatives similar to the food that you've cut out. Next up, so this is very dependent on the health reason behind you having to cut out some sort of food. But depending on the health reason, allow that food sometimes, just like sometimes, just let it in and really let yourself just truly enjoy it in that moment. Now, obviously, if the reason you have to cut out foods is, you know, you're like highly allergic or it causes this immediate, really serious impact on your body, then yeah, definitely let's not go for this option. But if just like allowing it in smaller quantities, like one or once or twice a month or a week or whatever it is for you with your health reason, then potentially think about allowing it. Like, do you really have to cut it out 100%? Maybe you do. So if you do, do that. But for me, for example, when I was trying to remove certain foods for PCOS, I would try to be like, right, that's it. Like, I can't have this food ever again. Let's like get rid of this food entirely so I can get my period back. Obviously, it makes you feel really restricted and you just miss this food that you like so much. And this was even once I'd stopped binge eating for ages. So I wasn't even binge eating anymore, but I was still trying to make this change to my diet for my health. I found it really hard. So for me with this, it was obviously an option that I could have it there a little bit. So I decided, okay, let's dial it down as much as we can. I did this not by saying, okay, we're, you know, getting rid of it 90% of the time, 95% of the time. I did it the other way around by almost saying like, hey, you get to have this thing once or twice a week instead of like every day. You get to have it. And I, at first when I was trying to create this behavior, I had a little app on my phone where it's kind of like a habit tracking app and I would tick off those two times a week. It was like a green tick, like, yes, I've achieved this goal of like, you get to have this, like you almost have to have it twice a week. So that really helps. And alternatively, you can kind of flip it the other way around and say, you get to have this other alternative, this healthier version or this like completely different type of snack five times a week or whatever, you know, your number is and tick that off. And every time you do, you know, the more positive behavior, reinforce that value that you have every single time, like the value of like, see, yeah, I want to feel good in my body. I want to treat my body well most of the time and notice how good it feels to eat that food that suits your body better really notice that feeling and sort of give yourself that mini reward inside with that reinforcement, even something as simple as like a smile, like you go girl, good on you for doing that. Again, depending on what your health reason is, if there is, you know, room for error, allow yourself a little bit, right? Now, if you really cannot allow that food at all, ever, even if it's like once a month to let yourself have that so you don't have to cut it out for the rest of your life, if you really can't, move on to this next tip. I'm gonna pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, why you're still binge eating and how to stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. 
So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling, I was stuck for 10 years doing that, then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. Identify your values around food and your health and your body and how you want to feel and start making your decisions value-driven, value-based decisions most of the time. For example, your new value might be I want to enjoy a diverse diet or a delicious, you know, I want to enjoy delicious food while taking care of my body. And so you kind of work out what this value is that fits you and act in alignment with this value as much as you can. For example, this value of I want to enjoy a delicious diet while taking care of my body, it's meaning that you get to have this variety of food choices, so feeling less deprived, but you know to avoid certain foods because they just make you feel really bad like they make you feel really shitty in your body and because you care about feeling good taking care of your body you care about feeling like a healthy person then most of the time you don't go for those foods and of course allow for mistakes allow for slip-ups we're human adding more guilt into than not sticking to your values just makes you feel bad so I always like to view it as the majority of the time, most of the ticks are in the box that line up with your new value. Of course, you can make the value sort of like less black and white. It can be, I mostly want to nourish my body with foods that love me back, but sometimes YOLO, but sometimes let's let loose and let's have some more fun. So find a value that you feel like you can really live by that will make it easier for you to say no to foods that really hurt your body, that those foods that don't love you back. Second last point is look at your intentions behind restriction. There's a big difference between cutting out carbs because you're scared of gaining weight and scared of people not loving you, people making fun of you. You know, there's a difference between that and then cutting out gluten because you just found out that you have celiac disease and want to treat your body right massive difference. I know in this food relationship healing journey, we bang on about not restricting, restricting is bad, restricting leads to binge eating, but really there should be sort of an asterisk on that term restricting because I know for me, when I'm talking about restriction leads to binging, it's really restriction with the intention of, you know, self-rejection around body image, around harmful intentions, being fear-based, really like depriving yourself in a harsh mean way in an urgent way in a desperate way to lose weight that's what i mean it's okay to quote unquote restrict foods that truly harm your body and make your body less optimal less healthy less happy if for you that term restriction only holds those connotations of just like it's bad it's bad it's bad i I can't restrict because then i'm gonna binge and i'm gonna lose control use a different word for it when it comes to, you know, removing foods that actually hurt you. So maybe it can be as simple as you're avoiding this food, you're removing it, you're dialing back on this food. Find a word that is different for you and doesn't make you feel freaked out that you're now depriving and restricting yourself of this food, even though it's a food that you really do need to dial back or remove or avoid. And lastly, 
remember to be so kind and patient with yourself in this process. Not only are you potentially right now trying to stop binge eating, which is, you know, a big feat in itself, which is also a big behavioral change in itself, but you're also kind of doing something that goes a little bit against the grain or against what you've really been taught around stopping binge eating, which is then removing a certain food or a food group. It's going to take time. It'll take some trial and error and figuring out what mindset, what approach really works for you. Be patient. It takes time and it does get easier over time as well. Especially, I know in my experience, when you really look at the values-driven decision-making. Okay, so those are the tips. Let me just recap briefly. How do we work around having to cut out foods for health reasons? One, lift all restrictions everywhere else as much as you can. Full, unconditional permission, and that includes emotional restriction as well. Two, find alternatives similar to the food that you have to cut out. Who knows, maybe it'll bring you down some other route to another completely different food that you enjoy so much. And also remember that your taste buds will adapt as well. Three, depending on the health reason behind having to cut out this food, if there's any leeway, can you allow it just a few times here and there and really enjoy that moment so that you don't have to feel completely deprived of this thing? And you can do that by, you know, saying that you get to have it this many times a month or that you get to have this healthier thing that many times a month. So see it as you get to. It's an addition instead of a subtraction. Four, identify your values around food and how you want to feel in your body and really act in alignment with that value as much as you can, allowing for, of course, error and slip-ups because we're human at the end of the day. Five, look at your intentions behind restriction. So this kind of actually relates to the values-based decision-making, but is your intention behind cutting out whatever food for your health reasons really the same feeling and intention behind cutting out foods for, you know, weight loss or trying to change your body and self-rejection? Probably not. So really focus on noticing that it's not the same feeling. You're not doing the same thing. And lastly, kind and patient with yourself because this is a process. It's behavioral change. It's mindset change, but it will get easier over time. That is it for this episode. I hope it helped. Remember, Black Friday sale, 50% off, B-F-S-A-L-E, BF sale code at checkout on both of the courses. And remember, remember, prices are going to go up after Black Friday. So this is the time if there ever was one. Thank you for being here and I will see you next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.